Hello, residents of Meeple Town. Dean here. And in the background, you will not hear John. John is not going to be here for this episode, which is why I'm jumping on here right now. So normally we would be releasing our newest episode of the podcast. John had a family emergency that he had to tend to, and so he asked that I just let everyone know that that we wouldn't be able to record for the week. However, we actually have some material that we recorded way back, and I mean way back in August. We should have posted this a long time ago, but you know, life life happens, and this is a busy season for myself and it's uh, and as well as John and so we actually just have not been able to get the material out that we recorded back in August. So that's what we're going to do right now for this kind of bonus episode and then we'll be back on track after this to get our newest episode out. We're going to be reviewing Mosaic for our next episode, so get excited about that. Uh, for this episode, we went back and we mentioned this a while back in the in the podcast that we were going to go visit Game Point Cafe. We were going to do a recording with with Rick, and we did that. And so this is this is going to be that. We also did a recording with Ivy Studios to talk about a couple of their games. This was actually around the time that they were doing their Kickstarter. Well, that Kickstarter is long gone now, but I'm sure you can still get some of the games, or you can get some of the games that that we talked about that day. And so um, hopefully you'll enjoy that that segment as well. But uh, while I have everyone here as well. Just just a little bit of, of update for John and I. We planned on meeting, and, and still hopefully we will meet this week to kind of talk about uh, future Meeple Town endeavors and, and just, you know, what we want to accomplish. Mostly, as you notice, that we've we've just been putting out the podcast, which we absolutely love, and that is the thing that, that we are going to keep, keep going. Uh, and the thing is, we want to put out more videos and so we're making efforts to do that, uh, which is why we're going to meet this week to kind of plan some of that. And and the hope was that we were going to record some videos this week, but that will probably not happen now. And so we're going to just um, take it one step at a time. But just know that we do have talks in the works to, to start putting out some more content um, on our YouTube channel. It's been a while since we've put any videos on there, but but the hope is to put more content and we're gonna we're we're not gonna put out probably as much as what we were putting out before, but the hope is that we'll put out some good quality content as opposed to that garbage that we were putting on there, you know, back last year. But we, we do want to put out some good quality content on there. And so we're gonna be meeting about that. Hopefully that will be coming soon. But right now Top five with Rick, who is a friend of the show, somebody who's been listening for a long time, but also owns the uh, the co-owns the the cafe in Nashville, Game Point Cafe. You've heard us talk a lot about the cafe in the past. Now they recently opened up a game store on the other part of town, which is actually a little bit closer for me, and and an area that I actually probably spend a little bit more time in anyway. So uh, it's nice that they have the store open. I've been by there, but unfortunately it hasn't been open the times that I've been over there. So uh, anyway, if you're in Nashville, definitely check out Game Point Cafe. And uh, here's the interview with Rick. Hey, residents of Meepletown, we are here right now. Kind of, well, <laughs> that, we're really, That's super helpful. You're not live. I'm we're usually here right now. <laughs> Game Point Cafe in Nashville. And if you could, sorry, if you could see things... Like looking around, Hold there's a lot of people that? here. Let's yeah, do that. You should show the people I'm instead of just seeing us the whole time. They might <laughs> want to see that there is a full house here. I don't know if that's the most uh, most 
efficient way of doing that. But I th- so, John, if you're listening to the audio right now, you, you, this doesn't help you. But John is panning around the room so everyone can see how many people are here. But in the video, you might think, wow, that's awesome. That was really helpful. But we have Rick here, who is one of the owners, one of the one of the, the head honchos here at Game Point, right, Rick? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. So why don't you tell us a little bit while John's kind of getting settled in here? Tell us a little bit about. I'm back. Rick doesn't have to talk anymore. All right. Game Point and what you guys do here. <laughs> yeah. So we are a board game cafe here in Nashville. Um, we have a library of several hundred games, as you can see behind behind us, and or I guess the. The listening podcast can't see behind they can't. us. That's okay. okay. Well, it's, we're pushing them to. We the can video, paint the picture. We're, YouTube, we're so. sitting in a corner, and there are games all down the wall on our right side. There's games all down the wall on our left side, and then in front of us, as Dean said, people are playing games and having a great time. Well, yeah, it's the, it's the thousands of Meeple Town fans that are out there. Literally <laughs> thousands. You didn't pan around that actually. Well, we should have <laughs> taken pictures as. Because they were lined up out the door to get here at six thirty to make sure they we had we had to turn them away because of the fire the, <laughs> over our fire code um, limit. So yeah, so we are a board game cafe. We have a uh, huge library that people can come in, and just grab a game and play. We have uh, coffee, of course. Um, good coffee. Beer, uh, hard cider. Uh, good beer. Snacks, sandwiches, and uh, it's just a great place to hang out and play some games and have a snack. And uh, have a good time. That's what. That's the most important. Is we're here to, for people to have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Love and, it. and it is a lot of good, good fun had here. And I gotta tell you guys, I've not eaten tonight, and so Uh-oh. I'm gonna want to do this Let's quickly go get one of those so I can get some, <laughs> so I can get some food. Can we do that? Uh, yeah, popsicles. So Just eat popsicles for dinner. First of all, okay, I was gonna say, right, have you s- remember the episode of The Office, whenever they're doing the pyramid store? And Dwight is like, don't stampede. <laughs> that's, that's really what it was like for us. Huh? <laughs> Similar to that. So we're, we're doing a top five list right now. We're going to be doing our top five. Okay, I'm going to try my best to explain this in a concise Dean always wants way. to come up with ideas for top fives and top tens with convoluted titles. I'm terrible at this. But we're doing top five games. If you could only have five games in your board game cafe, these are the five games that you could pick. With the parameters of it, we're going to leave out mass market games, right? We're, we'll just leave those out and yeah. assume that you're going to have those in your, in your cafe. You have to have them because that's, yeah. what, that's what a lot of your customers are going to want to play. Okay, I'm starting off with a question then, Rick. This what, is called, what, what, would this be that number one, what would be that number one mass market game that, that gets played the most here? Guess who? Guess oh, who? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yep. That makes yeah. a ton of okay. sense. Yep. I still play that with my kids. Yeah, my that's kids love Guess Who. Yeah. And my youngest does. So this cafe is going to be Five Game Cafe. That's the name of it. And that's we started it. this cafe called Five Game Cafe. It's the worst cafe ever. And that's it. You can only play. There's five games five here. Games. You can't bring your own. You have to and play a jug one of, of water. These. Yes. And people are going to walk in and think, man, what a bunch of jerks. you got all this space in here, and you're only going to pick five games, and that's it. And here's the thing. And if they bring another one in, we slap it out of their hands. <laughs> you're going to play R5, and you're going to like it. That's yes, right. right. <laughs> well, I think my list is good enough to, to make this cafe. So we're not starting with me. We're going to start with John, yeah. and John's number one. Just jump into it, John. Just go for it. All right, let's go. So my number one is I thought, you know, we need a party game if we're going to have a five-game cafe. So let's do just one. I mean, how this game is so simple, right? It's just write down a word, and you're trying to figure out what these words are if you're the guesser. And I there are other games like So Clover that's come out recently that I actually prefer personally, but I feel like this one's just so simple to teach that... 
everyone that I know that plays this is like, I love this. I'm going to go buy this. So you know what? Let's throw it in there. You get any plays of this? Here? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, tons of plays. Yeah. This, <laughs> tons. This one's still a huge hit for us, too. So Clever's really good, but I think this is the better pick. I think... John, you made For a good the situation. Pick. You made a good pick on this one. I would, uh, I would agree with that. That's good. All right, so I am, I'm pulling an audible because I, I have my reasons. Nobody else knows this except Dean you guys. always does this. this is, Dean uh, crazy. always <laughs> changes my the last minute. No, I'm <laughs> keeping the list, but I'm changing the order. And again, I have my reasons. But I'm going to go with my number five as, as concept. Now, here's here's my reasoning. You know that I have to six point really, eight on BGG. That's pretty low score for your list. All of this. <laughs> I thought just one, and I thought, what a great pick that would be. Except. When you run out of markers, if you can only afford to have five games in your oh library, <laughs> you probably don't have a lot of money to put markers into your library as well. So I went with Concept, which is a you similar have to refill the markers. concept where you have a word that you're trying to guess, except in this one, instead of writing down a word, you are going to put your markers on these different boxes to give clues. It's almost like charades, like a board game version of charades. This has always been a big hit with my family. We can play this one for hours and just like make up words. You can play with really young kids with this one, old people. You can play with anybody in this one. So that is why I pick concept. And you can also you can have as many players as you want. Just one, you're limited. Not that this is a competition, but I think I won. No. No, you're right. No, there's no way. Just one is the better game. <laughs> First you're of all, right. I've never played concept, so I really don't have a concept for if I would like it. That's not the right word. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's a fun game. I, I enjoy it. That's that's my number five concept. So, I took your top five concept, okay. and I I kind of switched around. So I, for each of my five, I didn't take my top five games overall, but I took a top game for each category. So I I, like I think this fits right in with what John said. With just one, this is my group game, like people that want to play kind of a party that kind of group sense. setting. Yep. I'm gonna go with the chameleon. I've never played that before. Yeah, it's a it's a popular one yep. um, with groups here. Um, it it takes kind of the the clue giving of code names and throws in um, a little uh, hidden social deduction of Avalon. That's your, that's that kind your of thing. style, Dean. I know. It's it's I kind know. of a neat mash. Like there's a there's a chart of words. Everybody knows the right word except for one person. And like that person's trying to bluff their way through, and like yeah, that's right. They have to be the chameleon and 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 fit in with everybody else. Okay. Have you not played that? I have not. Have okay. You? No, I just thought that it sounded like that game. I've seen it. I just thought it sounded like something you would want to play. I, yeah, I think it is. I've heard really good yeah. things about this, and this is this was available at, at Target and stores. You know, it's got a lot of hype around it. I think. Yeah, it's from a right. big potato. We'll they do it, a lot. Yeah. Of, yeah, a lot of those good games. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. All right, that is the chameleon. Number four, John. Yeah. I'm, I'm already a little out of order on you're here. You're way so out of order. You're this, right? So if you see, if you're watching on the video and see people coming back behind us, that's because we're kind of blocking the games. <laughs> and I feel bad. And so if you see hand signals and stuff, we want people to know, come get your games. Play the games. Um, I want to do a two-player only game because I know that I've come to board game cafes with as a couple or whatever. Um, me and my wife or me and my buddy. Or, so I want to do a two-player game. I'm going Lost Cities on this game because okay. I think Lost Cities has a ton of mass appeal. I mean, it does. Like, And everyone I teach this, I recently have taught this to three people, three or four people, and they just loved it. We're just all over it. So I don't know, man. I like it a lot. 
not my favorite two-player game, but one with simple rules that you can teach to anybody, and they generally love it. Yeah, absolutely. This is a great pick. It is. And Gotta get Ryder Kanitsi in, in here somehow. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide in with another Kanitsi game, and and this is another one that I overthought. So Lost Cities was initially on my list, John, and then I was like, I only get five games. I want to have something that your list is bad. To oh a my few more people. So I put Keltis on here. A is six point four rated Keltis, Keltis, right? This is this is the hipster five game cafe. <laughs> he's trying to come up with. He's trying to be cool with these great like. Oh my gosh. Okay, so here, I do want to play Keltis. Here's the thing. I actually prefer Keltis to Lost Cities. What? Myself. I know. I know. I know it. I know it's crazy town, but. I'm, you can play with more people, which is the big appeal of this one. Okay. In, in a game, in a cafe where you can only have five games, that's the biggest appeal. But in this one, you're moving up a track. It works just like Lost Cities. You're it's playing the a tracks. Card. That's it. That's, that's exactly <laughs> right. The tracks. I love a game with tracks. So you're moving up tracks and you're collecting bonuses on these tracks as you're moving up them. All of that is a really positive, positive piece for me. And you know, Keltis, it's got beautiful table presence. I would say more than Lost Cities. Again, not that this is a competition. But I, I would Not prefer Not it's a competition, but it's a competition. <laughs> After we're done with this, we're going to say who had the best list. <laughs> we know for a fact it's not Dean. <laughs> right? Anyway, I like both of those, Lost Cities and Keltus, but I would give the nod to Keltus because it plays four players. There you go. Rick, so, what do you got? So you have um, you hit right on another one of my categories is a game for couples, and so I. Um, Rick and I are on the same. Yeah, I, I almost had this on the list. So I like this game better than the one I chose. So I went with Patchwork. There you go. I mean, That's it's a, a great two-player game. Um, it had that that mechanic of the person's turn. It is who's farther back. That time mechanic is I love great. That one. It's such a great. It's such a great mechanic. I love seeing that, and like the spatial element is just a great game. I mean, I think Lost Cities is great too, but um, I like this one. A lot. I like teaching packed work to people a lot. Yeah, it's easy to teach. It makes sense once you like see it on the table. Yep. I went to a board game cafe in Indy and I can't remember what it was named and this was they taught me this game. So it was just me and my buddy that walked in and now they're like, "I know it's a game about making quilts." And we're like, "No, that's cool. It's fine." And we were like, oh, this game is great. I think I bought it immediately. So I love Patchwork. Yeah, this was on my short list. I initially, yeah. this is actually the first game that I wrote down and then I changed it. You uh, decided number, it was too popular. Is, is Quilt Show. It was too no. popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. Patchwork. John's number three. It's not Lost City's sure. Yeah, I don't know where you're at. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to have to you, say it and then I'll pull it up. How about yeah, that? Is this it? Yeah. My okay. number three is Carcassonne. <laughs> I wanted to put, Good and pick. I thought we need to have a tiling game if we're going to have a five board game cafe that's my thoughts and yes there's other games i'd probably rather play you know me i'm like glenmore too um i really wanted to put kingdom builder on this list actually because i love kingdom builder but i decided that's not tiling i guess but i was just thinking of those type of vibes but i thought you know what let's do tiling let's do classic let's do carcassonne though i think i would buy the big box i know it could be more convoluted to have that many pieces i don't know but then you could go from like super beginners to that game can get pretty crunchy i think my microphone is slowly falling down over time i'm like i'm talking i'm like mm, falling it down so anyways I, it's it's classic i know that might be a boring pick for some but i, I would that's a great there. pick i feel like that's probably one that gets played here a lot yeah i will i'll give you an inside baseball for your five game cafe you don't want that big box because what's going to happen is every night you're going to open it up 
and it's going to be you're right. it's going to be a mismatch. And the tiles are going to be all screwed uh, up. Yeah, okay, and you're never going to be able to be yeah, a right. game again. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Stupid John. But there, there is enough in base Carcassonne, I think, that especially if new I still, I'll, I'll in. still stick with the base. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's a great game. Great pick. Absolutely. All right, my number three. This is, is so funny. This is how different, you know, our personalities are, which is so bad. You, you just continue to praise my picks. And I continue to belittle <laughs> yours. I'm like, that's the worst pick ever. I, I You're am, the better man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted I, to point I, that out. I am, You're a better I am person. Obi than I. on the higher ground. You Obi are one on the higher ground. I think. <laughs> wow. Okay. My number three is a card game, Sushi Go Party. That's yeah. That's great. And that's a good pick. I, I tell you what, I did have another one in mind, and I'll talk about it in a little bit when it, when we get to another one on, on John's list. But Sushi Go Party is a card drafting game. Um, and this one does play two to eight players. I don't think I would play this two players, but at least you have that option. So you've got a little bit of variability yeah. with the amount of players you can play. But this game is just a hoot. And with the party version of this, it probably in a cafe gets pretty messed up, I would imagine. It's but. not too, too bad. I okay. mean, we have it. It's right behind. It's right behind you there. Okay. <laughs> We can open it and see how yes. see how disastrous it is inside, but 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 it does have a lot of game in here with, with all those different expansions, throwing them together, all the different decks and stuff. So I, I really really like Sushi Go Party. Good pick, Dean. All right, so. that, that's a good. Like, here's the thing: I I I don't personally love it, but every time I show it to like folks who haven't played many games, they love this game. I almost put it on the list. You you thought I was going to put it on here just for that reason. I did. I did. Well, I knew it was I like between it. this it's and, fine. and another pick. I just don't love it. Yeah. Okay. It's good. There's a, there's another reason. I, you'll you'll see later on. <laughs> he has his reasons. All right. So my my shoehorn here is a game that you would teach to people that have maybe played Ticket to Ride or Catan. They they want something along those lines. It's not going to be that one. Well, it's okay. It's going to be Sagrada. Ooh. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah I've I, never played Sagrada. It's I mean it's I only hear good things about it. Visually, it's great. Um, and it's kind of it's easy to learn. I mean, you're you're drafting, but it's a real simple draft. Like yeah. here's a bunch of dice. Pick the one you want in your turn, and um, at the end of the game, you've kind of built this kind of neat little stained glass window. Which it's really is, pretty on the yeah, table. Oh, it absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so when you have somebody like a lot of people come into here knowing that oh, I played Catan or I played Ticket to Ride, I want something kind of like that. That's this is where I would go because it's it's different. It's different from those two, but it's so pretty and it's easy to learn and it's a quick, quick. Rick's list quick is to get good. You would think he like owns a board it's game. It's like he knows <laughs> what he's doing. We're just flying by the by the seat of our pants and I'm, uh. I'm drowning over here. But that is an excellent pick. The the table presence on this one is is unmatched. I think it's really good. I should have picked an unmatched for my next pick, and that would have been a great transition. That would have been a good segue. But I did. They were all over here, so we took them. It is okay. one I considered, though. All right, John, what you got? Yeah, so you pick um, Sushi Go Party. Sorry, I remember which version you picked. I picked Seven Wonders because I, what I like about Sushi Go Party, you know, talk about this and Seven Wonders, is everyone's playing simultaneously mm. and I think that that's been one that's been really good for me to like get people into the hobby and stuff because they're just like wow you just don't have any downtime you're just making the decisions and all that kind of stuff this one's a little bit heavier obviously um, so maybe your pick's better but I just like Seven Wonders better so there'd be a little hint of John going yeah yeah I like this better so sorry I think your mic your mic went out there for a second play. what was that you what can, was that you said again no 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 the thing before that the, your pick was Oh, uh, be better? Is that what your I heard? pick might that... be better? It might be better, <laughs> but for the situation, 
But Seven Wonders is, is is fantastic. It's still a really really great game. That's a good pick. You know, what? I actually the my initial pick before Sushi Go Party was going to be Seven Wonders Architects. Mm. I like that because it's you just throw it out on the table, you just hand people like the little cartridges, and they have it, and they're ready to go. Seven Wonders is a is is a gateway plus in my mind, and that's why. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. but I still love 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 Seven Wonders. It's a great game. All right, my number two. We're on number two, right? Mm-hmm. Is a game which I think has some good table presence. Oh, it's Absolutely, a uh, it's a great. That pick. is that's Azul, and in this game you are drafting these tiles off of these coasters, and you are putting them onto your board. And I would say initial, uh, uh, original, excuse me, original. Azul I should have put this on my list. On this one, uh, taking I'm those tiles, list put, envy right now. Putting them on your board. Man, was, this is the best was, day of my life. It was between that and, and Sagrada for me. So that's definitely I know, those a good are pick. really good picks. Yeah. This, is, this is such Dang, a fun I'm game. Such an idiot. But the thing I like about it for a cafe is that the tiles are like these clinkier, chunkier tiles that you can draft and, and like you spill coffee all over them and you're fine, right? Like you can get greasy fingerprints all over me, clean them off real well. I, I hope nobody does that, but it's a <laughs> it's a game that is is you know, it's a beautiful table presence, and it just feels really good tactically. Tactically, tactically. Did I say that right? Yes. Tactically. Yes. <laughs> it works. Azul is my number two. All right, so I can't really shoehorn very well with those picks here, but my my next category was family with young kids. So okay. like That's four, good. four, five, six year old. Um, oh, you! I've never played this, and Dean loves this game. Yeah. Trying to get it. They're going to grab Candyland. And you're like, no, here. Try Chicken Cha Cha Cha, great game. Um, yeah, it it's is. a me- it's a Excellent. it's a better version of Memory. Well, that number is that's just BGG biased against family <laughs> games. Um, my daughter l- still loves this game. She's gonna be a freshman in high school next year. It's just oh, it's that's a, great. it's just it stands the test of time. You just it's a memory game, um, but it's fun and it. It balances out um, adults versus kids real easily because when you get to be my age, your memory starts <laughs> to starts to go. You lose in this game all the time, right? <laughs> my now seven-year-old is like a savant when he plays this game. It is unreal how he can remember everything, everything. And I'm like, I can get maybe one space and then I'm done. It's a really fun game, though. It's you, a great pick. You can't bring it out to a table of like, four 35-year-old plus because the game goes for two hours because yes. nobody can remember where anything is. <laughs> 100%. Yes, you need a kid awesome. in there to keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are on to John's number one. Let's see what we yeah, got here, You know John. what? My number one's behind us. Is that right? Just a little dramatic. Okay. If, you're, if you're listening on the podcast, I guess you're just That's like, what? not so dramatic. What's going on? <laughs> we have some fun thumbs up here from Patrick in the background who loves this game. My number oh. one... <laughs> game to start to put in the board game cafe is Stone Age and here's why uh, I, I just like it the best out of all the games that I said pretty much um, I wanted a worker placement game that was it because I, I feel like worker placements are generally not too bad to teach like uh, whether it be viticulture or and that one's a little yeah anyways uh, Lords of Waterdeep or something like that that would have been a great pick yeah it would have I mean this whenever you pull this box out it's bland. It looks terrible. Like, you have to do some coaching to go, no, no, let's play this. But when you do, I mean, you have the fun, the dice rolling, the worker placement. It's really pretty simple, getting the huts and stuff like that. I love it, actually. I still like it to this day. I just have fond memories of playing this, like, earlier in my board game, explore, explore, Exploring? 
and exploration. I played exploration, mm -hmm. and I played it, and I was just blown away by it. Yeah, I just loved it. Yeah, this there is, it a, is. That's a great I gotta pick. have one worker placement game. It's in there. I think the board on this one is, is beautiful too. Yep. Um, I think it has some good table presence there. But all right, my number one is a large game, an expensive game, and the oldest game on the list. This one's from 1876. That's oh, when this one was designed. Nice. That's a good. Pick. That's a good pick. Dang it. Maybe. I mean, your, your list started off a little little <laughs> stumble. You stumbled out of the gate, but you finished strong. If I only have the budget for five games, this probably is gonna blow my budget big time but Crokinole is a, a fantastic <laughs> game where you're flicking disc and trying to get oh yeah they've got a, a game point version of it over there I like that um, you're flicking a disc into uh, into the hole or at least in that area where you're going to be getting points um, this is any anyone who I've ever introduced this game to has like it. absolutely Great loved game. it and I don't mean like just I, it's okay it's a fun game no I mean they've loved it because it's just it's a hoot and holler, fun times. You don't have to be super skilled, but you can get really good at this game too. And so it appeals to all of those different skill levels. I love this game so much, Crokinole. Great, that's a good, pick. great pick. That was, you know, I, I should have thought of Clask or like I should have thought of a dexterity game. I'm looking at Skull across the thing too. Like I've got a bunch of people that love Skull. It's such an easy game yeah. to teach. Yep, absolutely. Anyways. Good pick. All right, Rick's number one is all probably right. the best. You so just said, hold up a second. Did you just? Compliment your own pick? Did you just say good pick to your own pick? <laughs> hey, I was saying skull. You were making oh, a reference to skull. Like, if you can't be self, if you can't be self-affirming, like why even That's bother? Right. All right. So this is so saying this is my number one pick is is not 100% accurate because it's my sure. last category. But my category for. That's no problem. A family that comes in with a little older kids than that first one. I'm going to go with Dinosaur Tea Party. I've never played okay, this. I've not played this. It's I don't a, even know I've much heard about it was this really good. Yeah, it's so it's guess who for multiplayer. Um, so there you can play 3, 4, 5 people. Um, you there's a table full of dinosaurs. Um, they each have they have different they have different uh, qualities, whether they have a, a drink or do they have sharp teeth or do they have, and you're just trying to identify each other's dinosaur. Um, but the, the, uh, the, the wrinkle in the whole thing and why it's good for some older kids is there are three dinosaurs. One always lies, um, one always says no, and one alternates between saying yes and no, regardless of what the question is about that dinosaur. Ooh, that's so the, tricky. Yeah, My the, kids would like this. Yeah. My kids love it. And yeah. so, like, if you have a, a group that comes in with, like, an 8, a 9-year-old, a 10-year-old, a, uh, a, a preteen, and, like, you're trying to get something for all of them, this is a great pick. And plus, it, like, it dovetails well because you can get, you can, uh, get them some tea and they can, uh, yeah. they, they can LARP it a little bit, right? There we go. There we go. These are the fanciest dinosaurs I've ever well, seen. And, and unlike Stone Age, that box looks interesting. Right, like, you're like, what is going on here? Y'all want to see what that's all about. <laughs> yeah, the artist. Which this is Restoration Games. They always have good yeah. production on their yeah. games. Yeah, so. absolutely. So. Oh, that, that's a. I'm assuming an excellent pick, but I want to. I want to try this one out. It's now. fun. It's fun. Your kids would love it. Yeah, yeah especially great. if they like to throw out a fake British accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's go, Dean. Yeah. Okay, so all right, there you go. I'm not gonna throw out my fake British accent, but <laughs> if you are thinking I want to start a cafe and only have five games, and this is it. This is, or maybe 15. You can just yeah, go. Person that decides to do this in history will Google 
if I started a board game cafe with five games and they'll see Rick, Dean, John. Well, 15 games really now. That's true. Exactly right. But if you are in Nashville and you want to play a lot of games and and some really good ones and probably really all of the games that we talked about probably today. They're all here. You have got to stop by Game Point Cafe. Great food. The coffee is fantastic. Just a lot of fun. Anything else you want to say, Rick? Yeah, I mean, we have events going on all the time yes, um, for new people, for people new to gaming, or people that have been gaming for a long time. Um, and we just want to be a place where people can come hang out and have a good time. And so um, I hope, I hope that we do that. I mean, our our reviews seem like we do that. I mean, it looks, that's it looks <laughs> like it every time I come in here. It's nice and full, and people are laughing and smiling, and yeah. I mean. Let's finish this. Let's get done with this so we can go play some games. Yes, I'm ready to play a game 100%. Until next time, we're just going to say thanks for coming down to Meet the Town. Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to have an interview with Austin from IV Studios. All right, Meeple Town, we are back with Austin from IV Studios. We're still at Game Point Cafe. We just got done doing a top five list with Rick, which was very exciting. Was if fun. you didn't see that good. or listen to it on the podcast. Man, I want to watch that. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. It'll be My good. list is amazing. It's the most amazing. <laughs> not, I mean, not your list. You should have seen it, Austin. Dean really stumbled out of the gate on his list. Oh, it was, no. It was pretty rough, and I was like, what is he thinking? I mean, but he finished strong. What What was the first? Well, no, I can't tell me, I guess, because that would ruin the <laughs> it's point. It's a secret. It's a secret. Oh, it's a secret. Well, right. Just, just imagine a, an amazing game, and that's what it was. It was I'll, judge you, I'll judge you when I listen. Right. Right. Yeah. And then me? imagine that's some right. not-so-amazing <laughs> games, and that's how he started that's the list. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay, but we are here uh, with Austin, who currently, okay, I say this currently as we're recording, but this will not drop until after the Kickstarter has ended, but right. you've got a Kickstarter going on right now that is going absolutely bonkers. It It is blown us away, honestly. Like, uh, Moonrakers, we, we launched, uh, wow, three years ago, and that funded at 400k, and we were blown away by that, yeah. and this is now currently doing four times that, so. Housers. Uh, it's it's so much more than we were expecting. We're, we're so thankful. So yeah. What do you do whenever you're just like, you launch so what do you know what you can you share what your expectations were for this oh yeah like, totally so what were you thinking you all would do on this second kickstarter yeah so um, mythic mischief was our last project yeah. and total funding on that was about 500k okay and so our expectations were a lot closer to that especially because you know everyone's saying oh like the inflation and recession and like yep. no one's spending money on board games and it has been a slower year on board games just as far as Kickstarter goes. Um, and so we were thinking, you know, five, $600,000 is a realistic number. And yep. that would have been fine. Um, and then, like, the dreamers on our team was like, but maybe we can get to a million if we yeah. work our butts off, right? And, like, just really promote the heck out of it. And the first day we hit 950K, and we were oh like, God, I think the there's heck? a chance the dreamers <laughs> were right. Like, the dreamers probably were, were on the mark here. And, I mean... It, you just can't you can't plan for that kind of yeah. success when you've only reached you know 500 on the one right before it and so it it was just That's so nice. Crazy. Uh, you say only, but I mean 500 still. Oh, 500 is a great campaign, but comparatively we are very surprised yeah <laughs> that's amazing yeah that's super well I, okay so if you just go look on the kickstarter page you can see i mean tom vassal with with dice tower said really great things about it becca scott said it's one of her favorite games on the, which is which yeah. is really cool i mean and that's, that's as, names right? as much as i love becca my bigger claim to fame is that becca's husband likes moonrakers a lot and will choose it a lot for their game nights oh, really? so that for me is like that's becca has sweet. to bring a lot of games home right so, right right yeah. yeah so there's moonrakers right there 
there. Rich oh, Price wants to bring yes. it over. It's in the uh, the Game Point library oh, uh, yeah. for you to check out. Um, but yeah, Tom I Tom's nice enough to have us down to Florida uh, to to visit Dice Tower, and we we love seeing them down in Florida. It's it's a good time. So yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So tell us a little bit about the game. It's it's yeah. a, this is a deck builder. This has got some negotiation in it. Yeah, the deck building negotiation, two main mechanics. Um, we <laughs> actually made the game because we were obsessed with Dominion and still love Dominion to this day. Yeah. But we hated watching other people play Dominion. And <laughs> because our family and friends just weren't on the same level of gaming as we were. Got you, yeah. And so we were like, we need a deck builder where you can play on other people's turns. And that was like the uh. very beginning of starting to work on Moonrakers, actually. Um, and what we ended up with is a lot different than Dominion, but uh, still you can definitely see some of like the, the early uh, signs from that. Um, but yeah, so... Moonrakers, you're basically trying to become the new leader of a space pirate faction known as the Moonrakers, and you do that by getting 10 points, and 10 points you're going to get by going on contracts, which are often too hard to do by yourself, so you're having to work together and trade away some of the rewards in order to get people to come with you. Um, but yeah, that's that's the base game for you. That's awesome. That's so, great. I was going to ask you, it's done super well, what do you think, what's connecting with people? What do you think are some of the highlights of, like, they're just like, this... I just love this. Yeah, so it was our very first game, and we made a game that our group loved. Because that makes sense, just, right? That's yes. who was playing it, right? And there were some groups that it fell flat with. Mm. And that's just because you don't like to negotiate, or maybe you only play sense. one to two players or whatever. And you I generally like, like to negotiate or don't really like to. And precisely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the things we did was actually a full digital co-op expansion that completely took away the negotiation. And we say it's kind of like a Slay the Spire or an FTL meets a deck building game that you're still playing with the physical components. That's cool. So that's called Luminor. Um, and we launched that for free that everyone that had the base game the day before the campaign dropped. Um, and so I think that did have a lot to do with that's cool. some so of the success. Help. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Um, beyond that, the expansions just, I think, opened up the people that could have this game be a game they love. Yeah. Um, one of the expansions, Binding Ties, just really helps with people that don't like negotiating. It really rewards people for negotiating yeah. mm. and makes it obvious why it's helping you versus hurting you. Um, and then beyond that, just tons of content. Like I think it's triple the amount of cards once you include all the new expansions wow. uh, from the base game. So um, it's it's a lot of content joining awesome. in. But yeah, I think that's some of the things that help make it successful. That's great, which is really cool. I mean, with the, with the deck builder, I mean, you, you have a lot of opportunities to expand with that yeah so, I mean, it's, it, I'm, I'm guessing you know the sky's kind of the limit or actually yeah. beyond the limit yeah. Moonrakers, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> that was yeah yeah that's, nice. uh, sorry that's, that was lame <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> you should do the stuff i say on our marketing so no i'm right there with you uh no and and like unlike you know dominion where you you make a card and there's 10 sets 10 copies of that card every card is unique and that's not better or worse than dominion it's just different so yeah. we're able to just like put crazy cards in the game and they come up every once in a while and it's it's super fun to to play a game and just see a card and be like oh man i haven't seen that card in 10 plays but that's one of my favorite cards and just like knowing that you want that part and you're fighting everybody to try to buy that first so yeah it's it's one of those things that that's really crazy. we have ideas for expansions for for days and years but you know you got to stop somewhere <laughs> yes yeah absolutely okay so if somebody's listening to the podcast which i hopefully we have somebody listening i think to the there podcast. probably are some people yeah <laughs> but There's if they're thinking oh, i really want to get a hold of this but i missed the kickstarter is is there an opportunity for that to, for yeah. them to get their hands on this game so my advice would be try out the base game because it's it's pretty easy to get your hands on um there's a lot of game cafes that have it our website has it um some retailers will hopefully have it um, and what's your website? Uh, it's uh, shop.iv.studio is where you would get Moonrakers, but moonrakersgame.com works too. Um, but 
if you try that out, then you can see if you like the game. That'll be on late pledge for at least another month or two. Um, and the base game is the same price on anywhere you'll get it outside the Kickstarter as it is on the Kickstarter. So it's been a really nice thing. A lot of people came to Gen Con, got the game at the booth to see if they oh, were going to cool. the Kickstarter, which, which was awesome. So The um, Gen-, Gen Con went pretty well for y'all, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we sold out of everything except for eight Mythic Mischief games. So really? It was, it was wow. awesome. Wow. Yeah. And Mystic, Mystic Mischief is, is one that you're in the yeah, process did really of well uh, fulfilling right now. Yeah, we're fulfilling it right now, which our, our like really, really big sigh of relief is that we actually were able to deliver that in nine months. And that was That's very fast awesome. for, for the current industry. So yes, uh, we're really, really proud of that. And uh, it's it's been a blast. We've been actually handing out today at GamePoint. Um, people, local backers have come and picked it up. That's so really That's cool. been really fun. So. That's, that's awesome. Great. That's great. Well, okay. So if people want to get in touch with you outside of going to your web shop, what, how can they connect with you? Social media or anything like that? Yeah. So we're, we're obviously on most of the social media things, just as Ivy Studio or Ivy Games. But where you can personally connect with us, um, most of our team is on Discord. And it is extremely active in our Discord. We have about 3,000 people on there. Oh, that's cool. Um, and we don't just talk about IV games. In fact, it's more about board games in general than it is IV games. Um, and so we'll hold competitions for games and all kinds of different stuff. So, yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate that. And uh, congrats on, on crushing yeah, it. You killed it. Look, look forward to seeing what you guys have going on in the future. Yeah, you're going to yeah. have to live up to that, right? Yeah, I, the next yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> next game. <laughs> Can't wait to see two million on the next one. <laughs> Wish us luck. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Thanks, Austin. So so great for, for Austin just to kind of do an impromptu uh, interview with us. He was uh, doing some promotional things at the cafe that night, so it was nice that we were able to to get to spend that time with him. And then later on, he taught us Moonrakers, which is a game that I really enjoyed. And so that was a, a double bonus for that night. Well, that's going to do it for this bonus, I guess, a little bonus episode that we had uh, where we went to Game Point Cafe. Hopefully, we'll have more times like that, not necessarily to record, although we might do that as well, but really just to, to have a Meeple Town game night again in the future. We always have a blast when we go up there. It's such a good good environment. The The staff is so friendly. The food's good. It's all it's all just good. So uh, if you're in the area, definitely hit it up and maybe even hit us up and let us know you're in the area. We can meet you up there and play some games, hopefully. So that'll do it for this bonus episode. I'll, I'll kind of wrap it up the same way that John does, but just as a reminder, we're, we're still working through some things, trying to get some new stuff out there, new content for you. So be looking for that. Um, when we record our next podcast, that will be a review of Mosaic and talking about probably a lot of games at that point. So look forward to to doing that next. But if you do want to get in touch with us, you can definitely send us an email. That's mapletownmail at gmail.com with any questions. Uh, we'll, we'll cover those on the radio. We love reviews. So if you are on Apple Podcasts or re- really any of those uh, podcast um, uh, platforms, you can put a review on there. We really appreciate that. And it's been a while. It's been a while since we've had some good reviews on there. So, so well, any reviews. So definitely do that if you get some time. You can also connect with us on all the different social media platforms, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all those. That's at Meepletown Games. And that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, thanks for coming down to Meepletown. Meepletown.